chairman of his party, the one who is seeking to take credit for the NDC getting equal share of seats in parliament as their colleagues on the NDP side. He did not provide any except to say that they know very much aware that the NPP are financed or supporting Samuel Lufuswampofo to defeat the Sedunkets here because they felt like that will give them an easier path for 2024. But I've also been asking him the questions regarding the numbers in parliament, 137 NDC MPs and who they are supporting. As well, one of his rules is counting the votes in the House. He says that they have an authority that 128 of his colleagues are going to back the Sedunkets tomorrow and only nine are for Samuel Lufuswampofo. Out of the 137, uh, Oposuan has only nine. There are nine. We have their names. They have created platform. There are only nine on the platform. If out of 137, you create a platform, you have only nine MPs on it. It presupposes that you have, you don't have the numbers yet. There are only nine. These are their names. I can show them to you. Me, I'm not just sitting you. These are their names. There are only nine. I've written them here. They have Oposuan platform. <laughs> they are only now. If as at this morning they collapse it, they, will be, <laughs> they have collapsed their platform. As at this morning, I'm not just sitting here. They, are, they were only nine. They, they, I said, Dunkate has already won. If your opponent has dissolved his campaign ahead of the match, <laughs> they've dissolved their, uh, their, their platform <laughs> because they are not sure of that. They were only now on it. <laughs> Out of 137, you have only nine members. It presupposes 137 minus 9. Look at the number that are rooting for they don't get there. Clearly, we are there. <laughs> NDC, the grassroots, they need power. The MPs, they need power. And if you look at the people leading the Asi Dunketia campaign, it presupposes that everybody who wants power is there. But, and the MPP have just finished with Osampofu. But simply, the mere fact that MPP are campaigning for, for example, to be the next chairman should tell the NDC delegates something. And, and Kweku, let's put this in context. This is the deputy, same deputy minority whip who attended Asirun Kitia's uh, campaign launch and declared that the entire minority caucus in parliament had declared their support for Asirun Kitia. In fact, he had claimed that the minority caucus had dispatched him on their behalf mm. to communicate their support for Asirin Ketia. Swiftly thereafter, the minority leader himself had to issue a statement uh, calling him out and denying that categorically that the minority caucus had declared their support for Asirin Ketia. Uh, and we will hear from Ofusan Pofu shortly because he's been reacting to the allegations that he is being backed by the governing MPP. But he believes uh, going forward, uh, Kweku, that in 2024, Ofusan will be disastrous for the NDC if he's elected. Hello, Kweku. Oh, we lost Kweku there. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Ofusan shortly. Kweku will join us uh, with more on this. But this is Ofusan speaking uh, a short while ago on Sempa FM when he was put that question. Uh, on the allegation that you just had. I dare, I first said, Ahmed Ibrahim said, if he has any shred of evidence, say MPP for, do you know how I've suffered from the MPP sense? If there's anybody the MPP is afraid of, it's of example for. Because they know what I am made up of. Maybe I am winning two seats in the Eastern region. Maybe I'm the deputy minister for Eastern region. 
I was vetted for three weeks. In parliamentary history, they say no. Record. Me now, Mikuta Guinness Books of Records. See, I vetted me for three weeks because the MPP in Eastern Region wrote a petition. They didn't want me to become a minister because I don't remember, you know, Eastern Region for NDC. And indeed, that is what happened. The General Secretary, Asidun Katia, has been the General Secretary of the party. Yeah, by a party, no man. The General Secretary is the one who runs the day-to-day administration of the party. What is the big deal? You see, this is this this, this, this is the same person now. We could now platform to say that he is speaker of parliament. Now me for some of him matter. Ah, say no kind. Say he speaker, and you know how the speaker of parliament was elected. So that's Asterikitius. Uh, that's Ofusuan uh, uh, Puffo's reaction to the allegation that he's been backed by the governing MPP. He says that at the beginning that that is categorically not true uh, and dares the my deputy uh, minority whip uh, to provide any evidence to back that uh, claim. And as you heard my uh, parliamentary uh, correspondent assert, the deputy minority whip has so far not provided a shred of evidence to back the allegation that the MPP is supporting uh, some of Fusua and Puffo there. Uh, but Kweku is back on the line with me. Kweku, the minority whip, uh, the deputy minority whip, was so also looking into the crystal ball into 2024 and, and believes that uh, uh, General Mosquito is the one. Indeed, he alleges that prior to the 2020 election, Samuel Fusua and Puffo did not conduct any campaign of his own he was always tagging along the former president, John Dramani Mahama, that if Mahama did not move, Okusan Pofu was not moving. And says that the 137 seats they have is because of the industry nature of um, John Smith, who moved all across the country to campaign. And if the delegates make the mistake to elect Samuel Okusan Pofu, the NDC can kiss goodbye to 2024. Dunketia went to Central Region. He increased our seat from from 4 to 13. He went to Brunhafu region, he increased our seat from 9 up to 16. He went to Northern region, went to Vota region, went to Sarah. Where did Ofotampofu go? He was just following your mama. If your mama doesn't go to campaign, Ofotampofu doesn't move. We need a leader who can decentralize the campaign for NDC to go all play all. NDC does not play one top. NDC is a grassroots party. That the national youth organizer must be able to prosecute his own campaign. The national organizer must prosecute his own campaign. The woman organizer must prosecute his own campaign. The uh, running mate must prosecute his own campaign. And the leader, the flag bearer, must prosecute his own We are going to elect Asiedun Keta the national chairman. He will come with the old NDC strategy where we go all play all. We are not going to sit in Accra in our offices doing our business, waiting for the flag bearer to come and lose. President Mama must win 2024. And the person to lead President Mama to win 2024 is Asi Dunketia. And this is your election headquarters. Uh, you want to uh, join us uh, tomorrow from 7 a.m. Uh, as we bring you a special coverage of the NBC National Delegates Congress here on Joy 99.7 FM. Also on the Journalist Channel on the Multi TV or across our social media platforms Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, and my joy online.com. We have the best political team anywhere else. Uh, tomorrow we have a fascinating uh, coverage for you with a guest list you can find anywhere else, including a man you haven't heard from in a long, long time. Dr. Tony Edu will join our coverage tomorrow. You want to also join us because Ali Busedu will join our coverage tomorrow. And a whole host of others, Inusa Fuseni. We are bringing out the big guns just like...
we always do, like only the election headquarters can do. And that's what you don't want to miss tomorrow here on Joy 99.7 FM on the Joy Channel, your election headquarters. from this break. Uh, we'll be bringing you this developing story now. The, the diplomatic round that has erupted between Ghana and Burkina Faso over President Akufuado's allegation that our northern neighbor has hired Russian mercenaries threatening uh, Ghana's security. Today, Russian mercenaries are on our northern border. Prime Minister Burkina Faso in the last 10 days has been in Moscow. And to have them operating on our northern border is particularly distressing for us in Ghana. Variety is the spice of life, which is why Vodafone has refreshed your favorite red office, giving you more talk time to other networks, more data, flexibility to purchase a bundle for family or friends, and even to purchase multiple bundles without losing the other. Simply dial star 200 hash today to subscribe to the bundle of your choice and enjoy longer conversations on calls to other networks. Vodafone red office gives you more value. Vodafone, further together. Six years of explosive performances by the leader of the movement, a culture, a nation, big nation. Burnet One Music presents the ultimate African-Caribbean link-up, the Grand Arena, Friday, 23rd December, the sixth edition of the annual Beam Concert with Stoneboy and the legendary Busy Tickets going now for 500 Ghana CDs and 200 Ghana CDs regular. Visit beanconcerts.com. Dial star 365 star 2022 hash or call 0501-550-000 for VVIP table reservations. 23rd December, the Grand Arena, 7 p.m. Prompt, Berdeton, Beam Nation to the world. Media partners, Hitsefer, Joy Prime, Joy FM. Me need you tonight, Yami Lova. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to board flight ATW2022 for a trip to more than 20 countries around the world. Spend Christmas with the family at the Around the World Food and Drinks Festival. Get your passport and taste a souffle from France, Alfredo from Nigeria, oxtail stew from Jamaica, tofu from China, and many more at the Around the World Food and Drinks Festival. Taste the world and join our exclusive brunch while the kids create new Christmas memories all day at our kids' playground on December 26 at the Akran Polo Court. Dial star 713 star 33 star 12 hash. 
cash for your passport. Around the World Food and Drinks Festival is curated by Echo House Ghana Limited in collaboration with various embassies in Ghana. Join the conversation online. Hashtag ATW Festival 2022. Hashtag Around the World. You are live on Joy 99.7 FM. Loads of developing stories uh, this hour. We've just brought to you the uh, two breaking news stories. One is a good one, which is that the GPLTU has announced a major reduction in transport fares, 15.3% beginning Monday across board. And so do the calculation and just be prepared to pay for that and insist on that on Monday morning. And then secondly... Uh, here on your election headquarters as we build up to the NDC National Delegates Congress uh, the injunction placed on the party and the electoral commission stopping them from swearing in the National Youth Organizer elect but also tonight there is a major international developing story with Ghana in the eye of a global storm on the back of allegations made by President Akufuado and and it, it is to that story that we turn next because it is now escalated into a full-blown diplomatic row, uh, pitching Ghana against its northern neighbor, Burkina Faso. The row erupted after President Akufuado alleged in a meeting with the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, that the Burkina Bay authorities had hired Russian-backed mercenary, the Wagner Group, and paid them with a mine. The president was concerned the development poses a threat to Ghana's national security. Yesterday I had an extremely, I was part of an extremely useful meeting with the people from the Congress to come and talk about security matters. Leave that the, madam, you were there, you were part of the meeting. And um, it's significance for us. And I think that beyond everything, that is a matter that I want to urge upon you. Today, Russian mercenaries are on our northern border. Burkina Faso has now entered into an arrangement uh, to go along with Mali in employing the Wagner forces there. I believe a mine in southern Burkina has been allocated to them as a form of payment for their services. Prime Minister Burkina Faso in the last 10 days has been in Moscow. And to have them operating on our northern border is particularly distressing for us in Ghana. Apart from not uh, accepting the idea of great powers once again making Africa their theater of operation, we have a particular position that you know about over the Ukraine war, where we have been very, very vocal and upfront about condemning the invasion of Russia by Russia. And therefore, then now to have this group in our borders is a matter of some considerable disquiet and concern for us. Uh, well, today the Bokinabi authorities have reacted angrily to the claims there, recalling their ambassador to Ghana while summoning hours uh, for questioning in, Bok- uh, in, in Ouagadougou, that's the capital of Burkina Faso. They have meanwhile denied the claims. My colleague uh, Kojo Brace joins me live now with more on the story uh, that is attracting a lot of international attention. What has the Burkina Faso authorities been saying? Now, in a statement issued after the meeting with the ambassador, Burkina Faso Foreign Ministry said it had expressed disapproval about the statement made by the Ghanaian president 
And according to them, Ghana could have undertaken exchanges with the Burkina Bay authorities on the security issue in order to have what they term as the right information and not to just go out there and say what the president said. What about delegations? Well, um, they did not confirm or deny the allegations, but in separate message to Reuters, the foreign ministry spokesperson said, without elaborating, quote, in any case, Burkina has not called on Wagner. So um, that's just something that they sent to Reuters without elaborating. So in, in, in this message, they are not denying and they are also not confirming the allegations, but just to say that Burkina has not called on Wagner. That's it. Okay, so that's a, that's, that's a denial mm. that they haven't, they haven't called on that. Well, but as to what the president said, that they have been giving a mine and something like that is happening, if you have not called, it's one thing not calling on someone and it's another thing having the presence of the person in your country. Uh, we well, hear they have called the Ghana ambassador in Burkina Faso. This is summoning him. Yeah. So they've called him for a meeting. That, that's what a spokesperson says. Burkina Bay authorities have not commented publicly on whether or not they are working with Wagner, a mercenary group that was hired in neighboring Mali to fight Islamism militant. But because of what the president said, they had to invite the ambassador for some interrogation, uh, you know, to, to ensure that they all understand each other. What about the Wagner group themselves? Well, in a response on Thursday to President Kufado's remarks, Wagner did not directly address Ghana's concerns, but the response attributed to Wagner founder Yageni Prigozhin accused Western government and armed United Nations missions of carrying out some of the offenses Wagner has been accused of in Africa. So they are trying to, you know, shed off the accusation to other other groupings than themselves. But what do we know about this Wagner group? How dangerous are they? Hmm, interesting. Now, we've all known of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In the weeks leading up to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it is thought that Wagner group mercenaries were involved in a number of so-called false flag attacks in eastern Ukraine, which were designed to give Russia a pretext for attacking. You know, they couldn't have attacked just like that. They, they had to get ground. And Wagner Group, we are told, or we learn, were the ones that did that. Wagner first went to the region in 2014, says Tracy, Ge- Tracy German, Professor of Conflict and Security at King's College, London. And this is a quote attributed to her. About 1,000 of its mercenaries supported the pro-Russian militias fighting for control at Luhansk, and Donetsk regions. Three Wagner Group mercenaries were alleged by Ukrainian prosecutors to have committed war crimes in the village of, uh, uh, in a village near Kiev in April, alongside regular Russian troops. The prosecutor said these were uh, war crimes, including murder and torture. Two of the Wagner mercenaries named um, are from Belarus and the other is from Russia. German intelligence suspect Wagner mercenaries and uh, mercenaries were also um, may also have been involved. In the killings of civilians in Bucha during the withdrawal of Russian forces from around Kiev during when the, when the war broke out itself. Uh, and if you come to Africa, mm. uh, they are reputed for the, their presence in Mali mm-hmm. and also in Libya, where yeah. they were, they've been uh, very active. In fact, the United States currently, the Biden administration, is considering designating uh, the Wagner Group, uh, this Russian private military group, uh, as a foreign terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made ongoing efforts to impose, you know, cost on, on Russia. Mm. And they are, they, it's, they, if you, you know, they, uh, within the international community, there's a sense that the, where the Wagner groups goes, uh, Putin is all, all following mm-hmm. in, in their mm-hmm. stead and that they, they are a group controlled by Vladimir uh, Putin, Putin himself and, and used mm-hmm. and controlled as, as a puppet mercenary mm-hmm. group 
for 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 the Russian state, so they get plausible deniability uh, when when they act and operate in a, in a particular theater, and that's why this was was of great concern uh, to the president. If you listen mm. to the president, his suggestion there is that because Ghana was possibly the most vocal opposer to the Russian aggression against uh, Ukraine at the United Nations, uh, he's fearing. That the Wagner Group, of course, under the uh, control of uh, Vladimir Putin, can be used to destabilize Ghana of a sort. I see as sort of a warning to other African countries who would like to take a tough stance against, you know, uh, Russia mm-hmm. uh, in Ukraine. Many African countries abstained when it came to that vote, whether to condemn Russia or not. Ghana was one that was not only abstaining but was vocal. I remember very clearly our yeah. foreign affairs mm-hmm. minister mm-hmm. tearing into Russia at the at the United Nations Security Council, condemning it and calling them out, and suggesting that they, they should be hauled before the international uh, criminal uh, organization, etc. So that's why the president is pretty scared about mm-hmm. this and, and mm-hmm. has raised concern. Asking well, the United States to help Ghana deal with this particular threat. I want to bring in Professor uh, Kwesiening, uh, of course, joins us on the telephone line. Uh, uh, Kwesiening is a security analyst, uh, has been following this uh, since it broke. Uh, Prof, thanks for your time uh, here on, on Joy 99.7. I need to ask you this. This diplomatic row now that has uh, erupted between Ghana and Burkina Faso, was it avoidable? Well, it's avoidable. It was avoidable. But I think there are a couple of things that we need to disaggregate. Number one, I mean, Africa has a long history of nationalism. Two, we know that even opposition parties in their quest for power occasionally bring in mercenaries to train their own private forces, which more often than not is against the constitution of the state. Number three, you know, this assertion about strong position to the Russian invasion, uh, it's a little bit embellished. There have been four votes since the invasion took place. One in the council, two in the general assembly, one in the human rights council. Okay, and Ghana has just been one of several countries that have voted against the statement that the foreign minister made. It's only because we sit on the council as one of the non-permanent members, you know. And I think if globally there's any state that has made a statement that has really deleted the world's conscience, it was the Kenyan ambassador or permanent representative. You know, so we have done our bit. The real question here is what are the changing the political dynamics in the Sahel that has brought the Wagner group to the continent. And I think we shouldn't go to Luhansk and Buta. We should go to the Central African Republic. That is where Wagner started. Then we come to Mali. Then we come to Burkina Faso. We tie that in to Guinea. 
you know, sometimes we've got to get a grasp of what is just behind our window before we go picking things from elsewhere. Or the way that things are being presented fits into a new geostrategic struggle for conquest and control of this continent. The U.S. has no moral authority to criticize anybody when it comes to mercenarism. I mean, we know what happened in Iraq. But probably let's come back home. Second point, what are we doing if we know the Wagner Group is just up north to beef our capacity to resist and to ensure that we can dispel any cross-border attacks? And also that us Wagner performs in Burkina Faso. A refugees flee across the border, we will be able to disaggregate who is a genuine refugee or who is an infiltrator. But let me make this point very clear. Wagner is in Burkina Faso. That's number one. Number two, a couple of weeks ago, they raided several terrorist camps. Number three, the terrorists in Burkina Faso have become so powerful that they are now taking control <coughs> over trucks bearing fuel, fertilizers, food, and plastics, and all kinds of goods and material that can be used to enhance the violence in Burkina Faso. So this is, this is a real problem. It is not going to go away. It's going to get much worse. But we need to ask ourselves, are we prepared? What are our risk assessments? What are we giving the frontline officers to be able to understand and also to degrade those who seek to destabilize this country? We've been talking about this for a long time. So, in a certain sense, it's good that one could see or hear the sense of worry in the president's voice. Um, but I think we've, we've also dropped the ball on this for a very long time. So, as we speak, the president's main uh, approach to this from the war we played was to ask the Americans, help us. Uh, first of all, is that a smart thing to do, considering that clearly we are pitching up camp, we are pitching our tent in the camp of the of the of the of the, of the Americans here? Yeah. Is that a smart thing to do in dealing with with this threat, seeing that of course it, it indirectly involved the Russian state, and then our own response? If the Americans, you know, America always uh, protects his interests first; they don't love us as much as see they love their own interest. Um, is the president playing this right? Look, we need to be careful when we want to bring in the Americans. U.S., the history of U.S. security forces system across the southern hemisphere has been a disastrous failure. You know, and I like the point you made. They will always look to helping you through their own national interest lens. And we shouldn't 
make any mistakes. Blinken will sit across you and talk nicely. The Congress will listen to you. But if you look at the diversion of both humanitarian and military aid, most of it is going to Ukraine. And you can see the, the way in which those that we perceive to be our traditional partners turn their backs on us. I mean, just disaggregate how much the close to $1 billion that the European Peace Facility, that was previously the African Peace Facility, has diverted funds to Ukraine. So in looking at building partnerships, what we should be asking is how do we help communities, our immigration, our customs border posts, our police, to build resilient communities and to share the information. I mean, I just heard a slogan that I liked so much. Say something, say something, we will do something. Okay? So let's get our act right, move away from the sloganeering, get communities involved, and then begin the process of building trust and building partnerships to be able to share the information in a proactive manner so we can resist this threat. But it's going to get much worse. Thank you. Much, much, much worse. Thank you very much. That's uh, Professor Christianing there on this uh, matter that uh, has... uh Generate a lot of interest across the globe uh, tonight. So, listening to Joy 99.7 FM, Ghana Connect begins right now. And just a few, a uh, couple of hours back, really, the uh, the GPRTU announced a, a reduction in transport fares. But rarely do you see reduction in the price uh, on a Ghanaian market. It, it constantly goes up. Uh, coupled with that reduction in transport fares that we'll see take effect on Monday, we've seen the reduction in uh, the price of fuel at the pumps. And remember that fuel really is the main, main factor influencing the rising cost of everything on the market and inflation. But have you seen a corresponding drop in prices across the board when you go to your favorite supermarket or the market to buy anything really? Is it really a case of the Ghanaian just loving profit over anything else? Profiteering, is it a unique Ghanaian trait? And do you expect prices to drop or you expect the Ghanaian to give all manner of excuses why the prices won't drop? Rarely do you see things turn so suddenly after so much gloom as we witnessed with the city's appreciation. You're applauding it, but will it reflect in a general reduction of prices across the board? Well, we're Ghanaians, right? We're going to put a mirror now, do some reflection and challenge ourselves. In this time of uh, falling dollar, falling prices at the pumps, should we see a reduction in prices across the board? If we are not seeing, should we blame ourselves or do you blame the government still? I'm going to connect in the last 30 minutes. Stay with us. Connect after the break. 
the other day, I visited Kweku at his funky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secret? Hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadbando. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. (laughs) To enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 764101 We have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Alliance Life. We secure your future. When everything works in your car, it all sounds so smooth. But when you replace them with inferior parts, it doesn't quite sound the same. Get original Peugeot and Citroen parts and expert servicing from Silver Star Auto. The official distributor for Citroen and Peugeot in Ghana. Visit silverstar.com.gh or follow us on social media for more details. On New Year's Day, January 1st, 2023 at 7pm for the first time in over 30 years, two brothers will step on one stage and thrill the nation with non-stop hits. Anticipate! It's the Cap Farm Legends Night. It's the showdown on one stage for the first time in 30 years. The Lumba Brothers! 
Yes, Daddy Lumba and Nana a champion on stage supported by the ever talented or hated by also perform live. Other surprise acts that will blow your mind is the Cat Fam Legends Night, New Year's Day, 7 p.m. on the Grand Arena, Accra International Conference Center. Anticipate the star, 713 star, 33 star, 30 hush for VIP single ticket. For VIP table reservation, call or WhatsApp 0200 220202. Or visit Cat Fam Dancing East Legon. Or visit LegendsNightGH.com. The Lumba Brothers. Or hit him back, you see, on one. On stage, this is it. It's the legendary showdown. You're live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Ghana Connect. Something is happening on the Ghanaian market. It's really, really unusual. Have you seen the strengthening of the city against the dollar? It's really jaw-dropping, positive appreciation. But the big question now, I mean, for a year now, we've seen prices continuously rising. Inflation just passed 50%. Um, we're galloping now. The worst economic crisis in a generation but then now in the last one week plus, we've seen something akin to a miracle happening where the dollar, which really has been the, at the base of all the challenge with the pricing you've seen on the market, that it's depreciation against the dollar. We've seen the dollar appreciated, but is it reflecting in the price of goods and services that you now uh, are buying and experiencing on the market? And if not, why? There's a tussle now between what the markets will do when you go to your favorite shop to buy a product. Uh, is a Ghanaian spirit just just over-profiteering and, and therefore stops them from reducing prices to correspond to changing economic circumstances? Well, Guta issued a statement asking their members to, to reduce prices. There was a tussle over that. Then there was a tussle over prices, the price of uh, transfer fares going down. Well, it has gone down by 13.15.3%. Uh, Even that... Uh, you know the trans the the transporting public say it should go down even further. Commuters want this to go down further. Passengers are demanding far re- more reduction. And then the at the pumps, see the fuel has gone down uh, a bit more to some. You know as you see if you walk around now at thirteen point you know four zero uh, CDs etc. It's gone down a bit. But could there be more? Well, let's connect. Let's talk about this. It's so unique what is happening now with the CD that we need to have a conversation. It, that it, it, does this expose us? When the president said that uh, it was begging the market women to also be circumspect in their pricing of goods on the market, well, he came in for some flack. But now that the prices have gone, have gone down, is it exposing the reality that it, the real problem is that people were doing kalabule? Connecting with us in the studio is Melissa Abatete, runs a shop in a delivery market, almost always on the market, and connects uh, in the studio. Uh, Samuel Amwa is a driver and communications team member with GPRTU. Eric Autry, and she, a spare pass dealer, connects in the studio as well. And Imam J Ampem is an insurance broker, uh, connects uh, via uh, Zoom. I, I want to start with you, uh, Melissa, because I understand you go to the market a lot, right? 
I mean, yeah, from, 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 okay. And, and you also run a shopping and delivery service. Yeah, so mainly an online delivery service, an online grocery service. So you order at your comfort, the comfort of your home, and then we shop and deliver to you. Oh, okay. So you don't stock the product. You, you, you we get it from the market okay. women or the suppliers, okay. and then we deliver to you at home. Okay. For the past two weeks, you've seen the miracle, the, the, the city, the miracle of the city. Yeah. Has that reflected in what you are buying now on the market? Okay, for it would it would depend. First of all, I think what we experienced somewhere in um, October, I think it was the second week of October. I see it as um, the period at which we experienced the 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 COVID. We were experiencing COVID. You realize that at that time there was an increase in almost everything on the market. You mean pr- uh, October this year. No, I'm saying that what is happening in October, the the increase of prices started October this year. This year. I think it was second week in October. That's when we started experiencing that. And I'm, I'm relating this to um, what happened during COVID. You realize that as at that time, we used to sell, Garida was sold for eight cities, was sold for 20 Ghana. It was outrageous. I believe um, if... As, as marketers, we haven't experienced anything like that. Let's go back to what happened in COVID. Now, it's a reflection of what's happened in October. Let me come down to your question. Now, you realize that for people who stock, this will become a challenge for them. People who stock. For instance, myself, I do grocery shopping. You shop, I deliver to you. Shop, I deliver to you. But during Christmas, I stock for hampers. And so... If I stock for my item during October, um, there's no way if price has decreased now, I'm also going to decrease my price. Because items were bought in October. And the price were, let's say, it was, if it, it was um, 100 Ghana cities, and now it's being sold for 80 cities, there's no way I can come down to 80. Otherwise, I have, I've run at a loss as a business owner, as a, as a trader, I've run at a loss. So you, you're, what you're saying is that you, you bought at the time when the, the city had collapsed against the dollar. Exactly. Very high around, less 15s, 14s they about. Yes. Now it's come down to 7, 8, 9 there. But it won't change anything for you because you've already stocked up. You've already stocked up because these are hampers. You have to stock up. You have clients you are working with. You are working during Christmas. So you have to stock up for them. And so if you get this item, it will be difficult for you to reduce the price and sell to them. You run as a loss. This one has nothing to do with profiteering. Ah, but so you stock everything already. No, because you have to stock. Otherwise, you see, during that time, Evans, you realize that almost every day things were increasing. So people had to just stock up for Christmas. And so you had even individuals at home calling us to shop for them for Christmas. Anyway, I must admit that's what I did, Mom. So you you understand where I'm going, where I'm coming from, and where I'm going. So this one, you will not term this as profiteering. This is buying um, something at a value and selling it at a value you have to sell it for. So what you're but saying I is that would not, I would not um, dispute what you're saying because you know people take on due advantage of the market or of the situation of the economic situation, and then they decide to just increase prices in your house. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll interrogate. But, but Eric, is that your story too? Because you, you, you are a spare parts dealer. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And the, 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 a lot of focus has been on you know you use spare parts. Oh, the dollar, no dollar, no import duty, no import. Now the thing has come down. Come down all the way to seven, sometimes even eight. So, are you selling cheap, cheap, cheap up? Well, uh, to some extent, um, 
we we kind of uh, selling uh, relatively cheaper than uh, before, meaning uh, during the COVID time. But uh, for now, you know, apart from the dollar coming down, uh, there are other charges that is also on the higher side. But that notwithstanding, around this time, maybe normally months of October, November, December, spare parts is not on the list of most families. Do it's like um, people try to get their car in, in, you know, in a very good shape for the festivities. But on the list, we all know that people go in for other stuff, material stuff, food you know, stuff. You know about with car, with cars, it's not like you, you plan to do it all. You wake up in the morning and then the it's exhaust is something. You don't have a choice. Either you are parking it to pick a trotro or you are going to Abosoka. You really don't have a choice. Yeah, it's so true. So Christmas or no Christmas, nobody wakes up and apart from regular maintenance, you don't really budget to fix your car unless something happens to it. So exactly. you, you ask for you there, you always make money. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. But the point is that around this time, normally it has been a norm. We in Abosoka you know, in the month of November, December, we usually reduce the prices, you know, for people to also get their cars and other uh, vehicles, you know, on, on the road. You understand that? Yeah. So that has been a situation that we always find ourselves in. You know, uh, I think somewhere this week, the Gusta president also, you know, um, yeah, there was a press release that came out informing all sector associations to comply because it's like... Um, Many a times when we, we put our demands before the government, uh, somehow we do agree. In other cases, too, there are some challenges, but most of the time, the government do adhere to us. So when things happen, like when the city started, because we were making the, the, the most noise when the dollar was going up. So once that is, 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 you know, is declining, uh, we, we also see it as, you know, wise to sort of reduce Okay, so now let's be personal. You run a shop. Sure. What's the name of your shop? Oboetifi Autopart. Oboetifi Autopart, okay. So, in today, how much have you reduced your prices by, on the average? On the average, I think uh, it's about about between 10 to 15%. Oh, 10 to 15%. Yeah, on the average. Is yeah. it because of the traditional November, December reduction, or you attribute the reduction to CD's appreciation? We attribute the reduction to the CD dollar appreciation. So let's take a typical uh, spare part that we all like. Um, it's normal with our roads. Shock absorber. Okay. Uh, a month ago, how much were you selling your... Let, let's take Toyota. Um, let, which, which is the most common car right now? Um, give me give me the most common. Toyota Corolla. Toyota I mean, Corolla. Good. Yeah. A month ago, how much were you selling uh, shock absorber for Toyota Corolla? For Toyota Corolla, the good one. You know, we have them in brands. <laughs> if you want a very good one, like the KYB, uh-huh. that one, it was selling on the market for 1500 Okay. A month ago. Okay. And even now, it's still selling at 1500 Why? For some reason, you know, people people had enough stock then. Mm. And uh, I wouldn't like to say that uh, we then make a sexy profit. I wouldn't like to say that. But yeah, that's what you're doing. No, no, it's not like that. We they don't make yeah, is that the only challenge is that we have been talking loudly on the cost of uh uh uh, uh the duty and the high cost of other shipping line the charges. Duty cost 
It's largely because of the CD's depreciation. Yeah. Yeah, so if it was 1,500 when the CD was 15, 14, and it's, the CD is now 7, 8, you know, worst case, 9 now, or let's say 10, why is it still 1,500? Just a minor reduction, you know, for that. Oh, but there's no reduction. What you said, there's no reduction. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there should be. There, there is a minor reduction. Oh, I'm talking reduction. about your shop. Your shop. My you shop. haven't reduced it. You know, one challenge is that I, um, I am not on that line. All right, I'm only speaking from uh, the point of view where I do buy it for others. Okay. Because I know that a month ago I was buying it at the same price. Today you're still buying at the same price. And today I'm still buying at the but same I ask price. But ask the question: Why? I will think that it might come from how probably the person might be calculating. But when it comes to my area, for uh-huh. instance, I'm more comfortable speaking at things that I know. Like my area, ideally mainly Ford and Chevy. Okay, so let's do Ford. Ford and Chevy. Ford uh, um, shock absorber. Ford shock absorber. Let's a month the, ago. A month ago, Ford shock absorber was, was 2500 Oh, wow. Now? For the F-150. Okay. The 2016, 2018. 2,500. 2,500. Today? Today, it's going for about 2,200. Better sale. 2,000, I'll take it. Okay, so you've knocked off 500 series. If sure. I, if I, even that I have to negotiate hard to get it from 2,500 to 2,000. 2,000, yeah. Okay. So 500, okay. I mean... I mean, I don't know. I mean, is that a fair? You, you, you do in the market. If you go and they're taking five hundred off, it, would that be fair for you? Of course, if there's a reduction, it would be fair for me. We used to buy oil for the purpose of this. I don't want to mention any brand, mm-hmm. but we used to buy oil for like forty-five cities, and now it's thirty-eight cities. Forty-five. Forty-five Ghana cities for a liter. Well, what, how long ago is this? This is um, earlier in. Second week in October and then even the first week in November. Okay, it was forty five. Yeah, it was now it is for what? one liter. One liter now is what? It's thirty eight. Oh, so it's dropped by yeah. almost seven CDs. Yes, it's dropped. Oh, and is it because of the CDs appreciation? Yes, you know there are lots of things that motivate um what is happening now. I'm sure tax, I'm sure C D um as for the market women, all they know is fuel. All they know is fuel. Fuel, yes. Even yes. those who sell local stuff, they complain yes, local stuff will complain about fuel. But it gets people selling tomatoes and other things complaining about dollar. Oh yeah, oh you're right. I went to I went to buy I went, I did the, my, one of my shows from Malata Market and I approached a woman who was selling smoked fish. And I asked him, Patrol, hey, I hear, mention some outrageous amount. I'm like, why? See, a dollar, no. Ah, ah, ah. And I said, Oh, you see, oh, chocolate. Ah. Why anything from chocolate? What has the dollar got to do with the fish we are bringing from chocolate? Because what they don't know is there are lots of things that motivate increase of prices. Like tax is one, fuel is another, uh, cash control, like what we are talking about. And so, um, because of all this, they will say that there's increase in pricing. Mm. And that would also make other people, um, put a lot of pressure on prices, price increments, especially with um, vendors who take advantage of the economic crisis. Yeah, I mean... Do you me... remember there were times that shops were actually locked because um, they felt uh, the dollar will increase the next day. So they were waiting for it to increase before they, they can sell it at that price. Exactly. We had Abu Bloshi shops closed. Hmm. Madina shops closed. And, and, and shops at Abosoka, eh? They were... No, 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 uh, insurance broker. Hello, Emmanuel. Connect on Zoom. Hello, Emmanuel. Hello, Emmanuel. Yes, hello, Evans. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, also joining me, Samuel. Hello, Samuel. 
Yeah, yeah, hello. Hi, Samuel. Uh, you are with the GPL to you. You, you, you've announced a reduction in the, in the transport fares today. I'll come to you shortly. But, Imano, I mean, you've had the conversation. Um, you are an insurance broker. I, I, I wonder how, what, what, what your take is on, on what you've had so far, but also where the city is tonight and how it's affecting the general economy and yeah, maybe in your sector as well. Well, I think um, generally the the dollar actually had a very, I mean, like a very bad impact on the insurance business in Ghana because most of times, um, assuming, let's say, with life insurance, you, you have insured a company and um, you did not peg the rate of the dollar. And let's say somewhere last month, there, there was a claim. It means that you were actually going to pay the claim per the current rate. And, you know, all these issues and... Um, issues with, you know, Russian-Ukraine war actually also is impacting insurance business in Ghana because of, you know, the marine insurance. Reinsurers actually not ready to, um, you know, like to reinsure businesses with, uh, say, imports, um, sorry, export going to Russia and all. So we've actually had our own share. But, I mean, like, speaking to the issue of war, um, for prices and goods on the markets, I think that possibly we are all very happy that the dollar is, you know, appreciating against the dollar. But as to the effects that we are actually going to see now, that is all that we are thinking about. Because currently, if you go to the market, the 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 prices that you know, like we know, um, they are they are the same prices. Even some of them have increased because you know, like we are actually getting to Christmas. So we are hoping that possibly in the coming days, as um, the GPRTU has announced fair reduction, and of which these are the very good premises that, you know, like these market women used to increase, you know, like goods in Ghana, possibly we will have some reductions in the coming weeks. Okay, so uh, this is also affecting the insurance business and, and the way you're pricing your premiums, etc. Is that, is that what, you, what you're saying? Yes, um, I think that it's, it was the issue of the dollar okay. and possibly what is happening currently on um, the markets in terms of the, the market to market value on investments and all. Okay. And so are you saying that we should expect premiums to also come down? Um, we we actually have not increased premiums um, like over this uh, time, but especially with um, group risk, of which possibly I, I, I do not want to explore that area because it's too technical maybe. Um, we we have not increased insurance premiums, especially with life insurance and also with general insurance. But the effect is that we've had our own share with this Russian-Ukraine war and also with the dollar increase as well. I mean, Samuel Amar, so 15.3%. Why isn't it more than 15.3%? Because you can certainly do 30% reduction in the first. Yeah, um, yeah. Let, let me say good evening. Um, what what happened was that uh, yes, we came out with a fifteen point three percent reduction, and the reason being that uh, uh, we normally have a, a threshold that we normally use before we come up with uh, our transport fare review. That is the upward adjustment of transport fares. It started from um, when we we're giving 19%, although we sent um, 40%. Hello, Samuel. Hello, Samuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, um, hello. 
Yes, I can hear you, Samuel. We lost you briefly. Go on. Um, when we're giving... Uh, uh, the 19%, that is when we're giving the 19%. Then um, it, it shoot up to um, 17.99, then up to 23.49. Then it started coming down. But then, um, let me send you back to May, when we were increasing by 20%. By then, the diesel was, the diesel was 11.30, and then it went up to, when it got to 15.99, it was increased by 42%. But basically, uh, our um, agreement with the government is that anytime they increase the fuel price up to 10% threshold, then the transporters also have to increase our transport fares. But although it was increased for 42%, meaning um, like if we were supposed to increase our fare, go directly by or strictly by the, the, the agreement we have with the government. Like uh, we should have increased it by four times, but we didn't do that. So per the calculation from uh, where it got to, so when uh, it reduced up to, and now I can say diesel price, uh, uh, Goyal is quoting uh, 16.10 and then... Uh, um, um, for the petrol too, uh, is, uh, around 13.40. So per our calculation together with the transport ministry and the GRTCC, we agreed that, uh, the fuel, or uh, sorry, the transport fares has to be reduced by, um, 13, uh, sorry, uh, 15.3. Uh, 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 this so this is from my own indication the dollar would it's going to continue appreciating at least throughout the month of uh, December into January. Is the GPL anticipating further reduction in fares if that happens and it reflects in the reduction in, at the pumps at, on diesel and petrol? Yes, you see, our joy is that uh, uh, the fuel prices will come down for us also to um, reduce our transport fares because. We, as an operators, uh, we don't normally enjoy the business when transport fares are up because um, when you go to most of our, our, our lorry parks, you know, passengers are not coming like the way it used to be. Let me use my, my own station as a typical example. My, my station is at Ashaiman. We fly Ashaiman to Tema. You know, now uh, the, the, the vehicles have been divided uh, by two. We run shit. One group will come today. Tomorrow, another group has to come for the others to also sit in the house, to wait for their turn. Formerly, it wasn't like that. So should the full price come down to where we think we also have to reduce our transport fares, we'll do that. But let me uh, 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 explain, or let me just uh, reflect on uh, when we had our 20% in May. The reason was 11.30. So if now that it's around 16.10 and it will be reduced, We lost him there. He was going to say the, the thing I was waiting to hear, that if it goes down fair, that they're going to reduce it. But, Melissa, 15.3%, how much you, how much of a difference? Because you mentioned earlier that when you go to the market, the market women always say transport. If it's going down by Monday, on Monday morning, 15.3% transport fares, how much do you think is going to ref, reflect in the goods Let that we buy? Let me quickly do the maths. Of, for instance, the, um, the price of a, an oil, which I said it was... Um, 45 cities, but now it's being sold for 38 cities. Um, you can assist me with that calculation for the percentage. But if um, it reduces with time, like he shared, I think it would be a great idea. For us as online traders, 
where we shop and have um, items delivered, we have clients who use who, who order through apps, who order through websites. And when this increase in prices happened, it affected us so badly because then you can't um, update a website today at a price. Next day, you have to increase price. At some point, we had to actually cl- close the website. Yes, because you couldn't go back and forth. Today, you post an amount. Next day, um, or same day, the um, customer orders, you're going to buy the stuff, and then there's an increase. When you reach out to customers, some understood that, okay, this is a national issue. But others also felt they, 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 they are losing that kind of trust with you or their business partner ordering stuff from you. So if it continues like this, if it continues, it would help businesses like us. It would even help our individual homes because obviously I just don't sell out to people. I also shop and um, for your home, for my home as well. I mean, well. so the um, but you've said that as far as your business is concerned, because you stocked up for Christmas. Yes, it, this will affect your prices. You see, I'm just hoping that um, things will get better as we speak. Everyone who sells hamper would not sell anything like lower than 400 cities for now. Because they've already stocked up because before the, already the prices up. started exactly. going Exactly. Okay. So if you are buying new things now, then maybe you are fortunate. You can sell at a certain price. But for now, trust me, go to all the big, big supermarkets. The least hamper price you can get is 400 cities. So what it means is that... The, and the, last year, we are buying hampers like 200 cities. So that's a, a doubling of it. Exactly. Of the price. So, so what it means, the risk though is there is for... For for the your competitor who taking advantage of the current you know appreciation of the city and now stocks will beat you in price. Yeah, probably yes, probably yes. They will beat me in price, and it will not affect them. But if I reduce my, it may affect me. Unless of course, of course, I'm getting new stock for new hampers. Hmm. So if I'm getting new stock, that one can reduce. Yeah, I mean. Um uh, Eric, so do you expect uh, you you guys know how to read the currency market? Where yeah. you sit at Abosoka in your shop, do you expect the city to continue appreciating against, or you expect it to stabilize? Or what's the what's the expectation there? Well, uh, our expectation is that we expect it to stabilize. Okay, we that is our expectation because based on that, we can also make our calculations from um, right from. Uh, you, so when you say stabilize. It's currently now appreciating. Almost every day, every day it's appreciating. Every day the city is appreciating. So when you say ap- stabilize, you say that you, you want you expect it to get to a point where it stays the same. That's it. Where it stops where, appreciating. Where no, well, it's for, not even what? possible. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's not even possible. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, no, what I'm trying to say is that fine. The city is appreciating. Well, uh-huh. maybe it should be in a certain range. The mm-hmm. city is appreciating, mm-hmm. and we like it that way. Mm-hmm. We will enjoy it more if it continues, right? But we don't want it for the city to get to a stage where it will start, you know, reversing. reversing. Yeah, you, that, that that is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. when it appreciates to a point, we expect it to stabilize, okay. so that we can also make our calculations and then we uh, come out with our pricing. Okay, I mean, but as we speak right now, I mean, in your shop, you've reduced prices by between ten and fifteen percent. Let me ask you the question now. And this is the one that everybody else is worried about. You work at Abosokan. Yeah. Is it the fact that some of your members are taking advantage of the economic situation to just, you know, rip us off? Well, yeah, I think uh, for that one, some Ghanaians or some members of our our area, our place will do. I mean, uh, profiteering itself is something that 
I, I wouldn't like to say that it's unfair, but it, it's simply wicked. You know, it's simply wicked in the sense that there was an issue that we are all crying for. And now that the situation is getting better, I mean, there's absolutely no way for one to still pay the price, you know, in a situation where, in a situation where one will find it very difficult to buy. The bottom line is that at a point, it's to get to a point to that, you know, in our business, there are some goods that when they stay there for longer period, it gets us molded. Like oven cars, like Tigo cars, like Opel, Astra, Cadet, all those cars are. And there are people who have parts in stock for such cars. It is purely capital lockup and a total waste of money. So the, 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 the good ones among us or the smart ones among us will just, you know, adhere to the economic situation. If the city appreciates, you adjust it. When it falls, you also do the same. So it's like uh, it's something that. But as at yesterday, like yesterday, for instance, there was a general meeting, and then the uh, the president of Guta issued a release. As I said earlier, we pass this information to our people that this is the situation. Let's all reduce, as we've been doing every November, December. This is what we do. Could you remember the last time there was a similar thing like that, and people attributed it to the fact that we were we were trying to support Nana Akufo. Uh, that's why we reduced our price. But it was just a coincidence. It was just around that same period, November, December. So it's something that we we've been doing, and not that because of our uh, probably fine. It's as I said, it's also a coincidence that the dollar the city is appreciating now, and then it is around that same period, November, December. That's it. Mm. And in a matter of final word from you on on this, so we've you've, you've talked about how the insurance market also you know, took took a hit there. But but going forward, what, what's what's your if you look into the crystal ball, what, what do you expect? And... Hello, Mano. Please unmute. We're actually hoping that um, things will stabilize. Um, as um, my colleague mentioned, so possibly when things stabilize means that um, it's to the benefit of all of us. So means that I mean, like claims and businesses that we have registered in dollars will not be affected because, as I did mention, if you actually insured a company in dollars um, in January and you were to pay claims in let's say June July, means that you um, you you lost because. Looking at the current rates, then um, I mean, like, was very bad. So possibly once the city is actually appreciating, it is going to help us. So going forward, we are we are hoping that uh, reinsurers will have hope in this economy because you know, like, most of our reinsurers are actually not Ghanaian um, reinsurers. We are hoping that they will have hope in this economy and come back to support businesses and reinsure, especially on marine insurance, and hoping that. Um, the issue of Russia, Ukraine will also, I mean, like, will be solved um, going into 2023 so that, I mean, like, we will be able to have businesses from these two countries. Mm. And also, mm-hmm. right now, that's the, the um, I mean, like, the city is appreciating and for is also coming down. The markets women and possibly the markets will also do respond to, you know, like, all these changes because lately, Prices on the market is very crazy. And looking at even the inflation rates with issues of interest rates and what is actually happening with bonds and all, 
um, we are hoping that in 2023, things will actually respond to the current changes, yeah. Uh, Melissa, so you deal with the market women and you buy your things. Is profiteering such a big deal that will possibly hinder a significant reduction across the board despite the um, positive news you're receiving with the city? Well, um, I'm very hopeful that, um, I mean, especially goods that we get from outside, if the um, the city now there we go almost everything from our side. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just hope I'm just hopeful that things will get better on the market. But notwithstanding, I think we always come on TV radio to talk about promoting Ghana made goods. I think this is just the best time. This is just a good time for us. Um, for us as food staff home, for instance, during Christmas we don't only sell um, these sweet um, sweet kind of hampers. We have local hampers. So we actually have like cassava, plantain, dry fish in a hamper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Cassava in a hamper? Yes. What cassava? The one uprooted from the front. Yes. So we have, we call oh, it how? fufu hamper. It's, it's, it's interesting. Oh, how? Yes. Like cassava and trust me, that's what, that's what we need. Plantain. That's what we need. Hey, Evans, I know how mom. you like fufu during Christmas. I like fufu, mom. That is what I'm talking about. So yeah, this but you, is you add a crantier. Yeah, we do. So we have chicken, so that- everything packaged. Yeah, it's in a hamper. We also have fruit hamper. We have banku hamper, everything. Yeah, so this is the time. I mean, if you Google Diobi Brunya special hampers, you see what I'm... And people patronize. And this year, for instance, aside we doing sweet hampers, we also do um, Diobi Brunya hamper, which has this local stuff in there. So this is just the best time to promote Ghana-made products. If we have our rice here, no one will come and talk about increase in dollar. These market women will stop, talk, stop talking about increase in dollar and maybe talk about transportation issues. Yeah, the transport crisis coming down. Is it I'm, also I'm, coming down? Listen, I, I'm, I'm happy about the Diobi Bro in your hamper. Yes. And I like the Fufu one with that <laughs> crantier. And then you add what, uh, you know, onions, fresh you know, tomatoes, and, and, everything. Wow. It would interest you the number of people who add order. baskets with wrapper and everything. Yes, yes. You can okay. go online and Google Diobi Bro You see what I'm talking mm, about. Yeah. It's very interesting. Eric, Eric is people patronize it during <laughs> Christmas. Trust me, he's licking his lips. And this year, for instance, <laughs> Eric won one of those hampers. <laughs> and this year, the way prices went up, I mean, you the, even the rice that we don't usually eat, like you wouldn't even eat during Christmas, is it's almost eighty Ghana cities for um, five kg. Oh, eighty Ghana cities is cheap. There's some uh, about- no, these are not like.